0: This show is for every woman who has accepted pain and discomfort as inherent to being a woman, or who has denied any part of themselves to make it or feel accepted. Women of reproductive age have been left out of a lot of research because our bodies and our hormones are considered too complicated. What is worse is this idea trickles down to education, leaving most women with very little information about how their bodies work. Not only are we not taught how our bodies work, but once you start asking questions, it is surprisingly difficult to find answers. I believe that every woman deserves to know how her body works, to recognize when symptoms arise, and to feel confident in her inner voice. Because the pain, the mood swings, and the hormones are not your problem. They're your body's messengers. I am here to confront and change narratives around being a woman, being hormonal, and yes, PMSing. I'm your host, Brianna Villegas, and welcome to My Hormone Rants. Hello, hello. We are officially back with season two of Hormone Rants. And let me tell you, coming back from this break was so much harder than I anticipated. When I ended season one in November 2022, I knew that I needed some time off. I knew I needed to be able to go into the holidays, not trying to put out um, content in this way But I also knew that I needed time to sit with what I had really put out and created over the last year. I did 52 episodes last year. I did not skip a week of those 52 weeks. And it was kind of brutal. And people would ask me, like, do you like podcasting? And I'm like, um, I don't know. I think so. But as I was actually settling into the break, I realized that I had so much resistance to coming back. And there was a point where I was like, I don't know, maybe season one was it. And I have this like catalog of great information and episodes that I can send people to. Like, maybe I don't want to have an ongoing podcast. And I sat with that question for a little while. And there was this one night before bed where I kind of posed that question to myself internally of like, what if I said and made an announcement I kind of had to put in that framework for me to like really have that gut check on what I wanted to do is I kind of put in the framework of I imagine myself creating a post to put on social media to an email that I would write saying like there will not be any more hormone rants episodes and from inside this I don't know really know how to describe it besides just like this gut knowing but I almost hear it like As if it were said to me. And it was just like, I have more to say. And so that really inspired me to continue to sit in the tension of knowing that I had more to say, knowing that the format of bringing together content in this way through a podcast does feel really good for me. But also knowing that the way that I was doing it this past year was not okay, was not acceptable to me, was not, really was not sustainable. And so the original idea was like, I'm taking December off, I'll come back early to mid January. And then that stretched to like, end of January. Now we're in February. And then, you know, kind of continued through. And now here I am, in March, recording this episode. And I kind of wanted to break down a little bit, like what that process was for me. And also just kind of restate the intention of this show and what you can expect moving forward. In that time from January to now, early March, I was really stuck in this place of tension of saying, I know that this makes sense for me to do and to really provide value because the work that I'm doing in bringing this knowledge around menstrual cycle awareness and around trust, -trust self-trust and knowledge about your own body and how to be really in tune with that is not something that I believe should be behind all these paywalls. You should a hundred percent know how your body works and how to work with it. And so just from a value perspective, it was so important that I continue to show up in this way and to have this free resource for people to come to and, and have some guidance. And the other sort of value perspective on why this was so important to me is because as women, we've gone through so much in terms of policing of our bodies, so much gaslighting in the medical community. And I'm not saying all doctors are bad or the whole Western medical system is garbage, but our female experience within it has not proved to be collectively beneficial. And so to me, it's super valuable to put out this this content in this way for you to get to know me, for you to know if I'm the person that's the right fit for you, where you feel safe enough to step into a coaching relationship with me, to get the support and accountability that you may need to really integrate this into your life. If you want to take this deeper, if you want that additional support. But I want to make sure that you have everything you need to know if I'm the coach for you, especially in this space, especially around your body. Like, am I the person who will vibe well enough with you to really create this, this container for you to take back your ownership and power of your body, not just someone who's going to tell you what to do and shame you if you haven't done it. Like, no, this is about co-creation. This is about helping you identify your connection back to your body and to its signals into your intuition and that self-trust. So with all of that, like I knew that coming back was something that was important to me and something I was going to do. Yet with all of that sort of mission statement and all of that, knowing that this was the right way for me to move forward, I would sit down and outline various topics that I could talk about. I would even go so far as recording episodes. Like this return episode, I have fully recorded before and I'm not going back to listen to it. I'm throwing it out. Like, I don't care. There might be some gold content in there, but at this point, that was not what needed to come back. That's not, because I was still... I look at that episode and where I was at recording it and it feels like that was me kind of still in the midst of it, still processing. But again, I've just been stuck and I've been caught in this perfectionism and I knew very clearly what I didn't want it to be. And that came down to specifics of like, I was spending way, way too much time editing my podcast, spending way too much time, you know, cleaning it up way too much time trying to like make it yeah make it perfect cutting not just like the sound quality and cutting out ums and likes I'm talking about listening through cutting content because I felt like it was too much or felt like um I just needed it to be more curated and part of that was from comparison of me looking at you know other shows who I know have like crazy production teams you know to to help them put out this level quality of a show and recently I had a friend shout out to Telma if you're listening um who is an incredible incredible coach but we met over coffee and she really got me out of my head and was like you are not a podcaster (laughs) you are a coach who has a podcast and she brought me back into this reminder of what my mission here is and not just that but she kind of just flipped that switch for me because I was so stuck in knowing exactly that like how I was producing this podcast, kind of getting stuck from week to week, spending way too many hours cleaning up audio to the point where like I couldn't get myself to listen to the episode again to like pull out real content or uh, post to extend the value and benefit of this information in other platforms. And so it was just like, that is not acceptable. And uh, my friend reminded me like that, I was not saying anything that was acceptable to me. I was not talking about like what is good enough and not to put out anything that I don't fully stand behind or that isn't meaningful to me, but that I needed to know what was actually important for me. And that was the switch I needed. And I think it's interesting because when, during this sort of holding tension between, okay, I know what I was doing before is not sustainable, is not going to work. And yet being frustrated because I have like 10 guest episodes recorded. Like just sitting in the bank. I have notes like all over the place of topics that I could talk about. And like that frustration of like, but I can't get myself to do it. And so bringing curiosity into that process of like, why am I so stuck here? And it being so helpful to really name that as like, I want it to be perfect. And it was weird saying that because I knew that even my best effort was like not the perfection that I would ideally want it to be. Like I listened to some incredible podcasts that have incredible teams making it sound like impeccable. And that's not where I'm at for one. But also, you know, that's what I was holding up in my mind is like, this is perfection. So what I'm doing isn't that. But in terms of the effort and and time and just like overthinking that was happening, I was getting stuck by perfectionism in what I was putting out. And that's not what's valuable. And, and more than that, that is like one of these themes where it's this emerging theme. Like this isn't just me. And I think that's been something that's so been so helpful in stepping out of this perfectionism and doing something and sitting down today and recording this episode is that perfectionism, this need for it is not just something that I feel that I'm carrying. This is... A collective experience as women to be perfect, to be presentable, to have all of our ducks in a row and for people to only see that version of ourselves. And that needs to stop. I'm currently in a coaching certification program. Almost done. It wraps up this month and I'll be certified as a menstrual health coach. But one of the biggest takeaways from this course in really taking this practice deeper, is this idea that sometimes things that we're feeling and things that we're experiencing and and resistance when this is like next level, like I, this isn't a matter of time, like I'm not going to do it unless something changes. A lot of times that those feelings are not all our own, that we're embodying something that's more of a collective experience. And recognizing that has been so valuable to say like, okay, This perfectionism that I've been stuck in is not just mine. This is something that as women we've been embodying and being stuck in, right, for so long. And so with that, my intention with the second season is for it to be a little bit looser. Um, I'm not going to be spending the same amount of hours, and I mean hours, you know, going through and curating the content, right? There might be some more pauses. There might be some rambling and repetition and things like that. But I really feel like doing this, one, it's like that permission on myself to just show up as me, not the version of myself that I think I should be or the version of myself that I think that you want, but to really be focused on what is the message, what's the intention that I'm conveying in each message. And allow that to come across in my real voice and maybe, maybe just maybe this season you'll actually get to hear some of, um, my true hormone rants, uh, that the, the show is named after. And so with that, I'm going to be speaking more from the heart. Um, and it's been, it's been so cool because I've been able to look back on last year's episodes and just be really grateful for that platform because I was figuring out what my voice is in this space, who I am as a coach, and podcasting allowed me to really explore that. I also have a ton of just like informational content that's going to be so, continue to be so valuable, right? And something that I will continue to send people to as a starting place. But as we go deeper into this, I'm just being able to hold space for that version of myself and who I am right now, and hope that you, you know, want to continue along this journey with me and see even more evolutions as they come. But, like I said, the intention for this season is really to speak a little bit more from the heart, to speak on themes that I'm seeing, that I'm experiencing, that. I think, are, are more collective in nature, how our cycles play a part in that, what we can learn from each phase of our cycle, and that, that can inform us not just when we're in that phase, but all month long, how we rebuild that language with our bodies. And then I'm going to be bringing in some guest episodes that will focus a little bit more on the tangible, like how do you treat a specific hormone disorder? Or um, we'll be talking about perimenopause and fertility and people who work more on those like physical symptoms and physical experience. What I feel so called to as a coach and in this menstrual health space is this integration piece into our modern lifestyles with our current cycles and so if you're at a place where you're like, I know I need to like fix my hormones and you want to do that in a very tangible way, like adjusting diet and exercise, um, supplementation, like you want a protocol for that, I'm going to be bringing in some incredible guests who do that. And so I still would love for this to be kind of this catalog of resources for you where you can find those people who will best serve you. But if you're here because you know that you're looking to optimize, you know that you're living cyclically, you know that your hormones are a thing or an issue, but you're looking for how do I integrate this level of support into my day-to-day life, in reaching my goals, in building a business, in raising my babies? How do I do it in real time, in real life, so that I don't hit that wall where now I have to drop everything to work on? my hormones. All right, Nobody wants to do that. I didn't want to do that. I had to. I was forced to do that. I was forced to do that level of work. But the point that I got excited about menstrual cycle awareness was when I started to feel the effect of that integration of like, oh, this isn't about putting everything on hold. This is about building these things in a way that truly supports me. So I don't really have to think about my hormones that much. That doesn't have to be top of mind. It can be these things that I really care about, my family, my business, my clients, my friends, you know, this this whole ecosystem of my life. And so I'm really excited to be back. I hope you're excited too. And I'd love for you to contact me. You can email me at hello at You can send me a DM at Coaching. I want to hear from you. I want to know what questions you have. I want to know what topics you'd love to hear my take on because I really want to continue to provide this database of knowledge for you and also send me a DM, message me if you are interested in working with me, if you're interested in taking this to the next level. Thank you so much for listening. If you want more great episodes like this one, subscribe on iTunes, follow on Spotify, or wherever you listen and be sure to share with someone who could also benefit from this information. And if you want to learn more about how I can help you stop normalizing your symptoms and start optimizing your experience, head to Briannavegas.com or find me on Instagram at BriannaVillegasCoaching.